All right, welcome back. We're here for another another great energy blunt twisting segment. We going this segment will be on I was listening to people telling their stories on first time they experienced racism <clears throat> or experience experiences with the police, you know, shit like that. So I say, you know what? I should tell a couple about a couple of my stories. Alright, so this first one. Well, I start off with saying the first time I experienced racism, I was in um I say about first or second grade. Um had a janitor um at our school, white janitor, the fucking janitor, man. He used to he used to talk crazy to to us the black kids or whatever. They used to call us niggas and shit. Uh tell us that uh he would have to clean the bathroom up a little extra when we was in there and shit like that. You know, a little slick shit. When we was kids, bro, we didn't really know. We thought it was because he had to clean the bathroom because we were doing badass shit. Like, he would say shit, slick shit, and we would, like, fuck the bathroom up on some Dennis the Menace shit. Like, you know what I mean? We would do that intentionally because he would call us niggas. See, at the time, I didn't know that, you know what I mean? Honestly, I'm going to be real with you. I didn't know that that was... Uh, you know what I mean? A bad word to, towards black folks, especially for a white dude. I knew a white dude wasn't supposed to say it because I never seen white people say it. I hadn't really been in. I hadn't, be honest with you, I hadn't been really been around, been around uh, white folks really at the time to even um, to even know. You know what I mean? Like I just wasn't my surrounding. One of my experience wasn't my experience. I think, believe it or not, one of my first times even talking to a white person was uh, a few years earlier. Um, at church with Matthew McConaughey came to my church came to the church we was going to at the time the church my mom was uh, was into at the time he was shooting a movie in Mississippi and yeah <laughs> yeah he was shooting a movie in Mississippi and he was coming to the churches I guess he was going to like surround the area churches and um, he basically was attending them he was a cool dude I just remember from the Angels in Outfield he was a real cool dude or whatever, and um, he was nice and kind and polite. So I'm not saying that was my thought process on all white folks at the time, but, I mean, it just wasn't a bad record. I just wasn't around him, and I thought he was hella cool. He was a movie star. He was in Angels in the Outfield. Angels in the Outfield, as a kid growing up, was one of my favorite movies. It was a baseball movie. I loved baseball as a kid, and you know what I mean? Like, just, just on some real shit, like, it just was dope to meet him. And he, like I said, he was kind. Kind dude, like as it's only it's a few people in this world that can read you like a book. I'm finna tell you, they got the ability of it's kids and a motherfucker that's in love with you. They can read you like a book, and then and then they really too much you could do about it. Either. They could just read you. You could try to lie, whatever, but they can read you. And I read the buddy, and he was cool as fuck, man. He had a kind soul. So that was my I'm not saying that was my overall. Um, thinking of white folks, but that was the only really thing that I had. I didn't never, I never was around them. They didn't, they wasn't in my neighborhood. It wasn't, like I said, they wasn't around me. I didn't even have, really have classes with white kids. And I went to a school that was legit supposed to be for white kids. But it was a lot of black kids that went to that school. I didn't have too many white friends. Um, other than the punk ass janitor who would call us niggas. One of the kids said, hey, man, he ain't supposed to call us that. So we intentionally started fucking up the bathroom, throwing a whole bunch. We used to throw whole rolls of tissue in the toilet. You know what I mean? Just kid shit. Be, whole, be, be dicks. 
But that's what this bum ass get. So anyway, um, we go transport to a couple years before. I mean, a couple years after that. Um, my my first initial. Anybody that knows me know. As a kid, I used to want to be a police officer. I used to want to be a cop. I used to want to be Mike, Larry, Marcus, Burnett, bad boys. I wanted to be a cop, like legit. Wanted to be a cop, and my that all ended because of a cop. You know what's so crazy about it? And I want people to understand: black people got issues with cops. It's not just white cops. Because the reason why I don't want to be a cop is solely because of a black cop. <laughs> a black cop is the reason why I don't want to be a police officer more. A black cop is the reason why I don't like police. White cops just continue to keep adding to it. But a black cop um, came to my grandmother's house and quote unquote came to search my grandma's house and they searched and they was rude. They was dicks about it. I mean, tore the house apart, man. I mean, literally tore the crib apart. And that's no exaggeration. I mean, took the vents out the wall, didn't put them back. Tore up beds, tore up. I mean, they tore my grandmother's house apart, bro. And was rude as fuck. <laughs> like, ain't no ifs, ands, or buts about them motherfuckers was rude. I mean, and was blatantly rude in front of kids, bro. Like, I just had never seen that. Like, you know what I mean? On TV, they'll make it seem like police officers give a fuck about kids. Man, these dudes didn't give a fuck about me and my sister. Like, straight up. Like, that's just, that's what it is. And that, that day... I don't know if my auntie can remember me saying this, but I remember that day, I remember saying, I don't want to be a police officer no more. As soon as they left, I said it. I remember came, Larry's coming. I remember I used to would go to, every time I bought a tour, I bought a gun, I bought a badge. I, bought, I wanted to be a cop. Those cops changed my mind. I, I don't want to be a cop. I don't want to do this to people. To innocent folks, that they had nothing to do with like, hell. No, I'm not doing this to folks. That changed my mind. They'll, they'll make it seem like on TV, the motherfuckers give a fuck about kids and bad situations. No matter fuck what the parents do on TV, they make it seem like the kid is in their best in they, they trying to do best for the kids. Like, oh, the kid had a bad rap. Bullshit. Real life cops, they don't give a fuck about kids. They don't give a fuck about kids. Especially brown kids. Especially brown, black kids, colored kids, however you want to call them. They don't give a fuck about them. And you know what I mean? And that was that. But the niggas was dicks. They tore my grandmother's house apart. I mean, literally tore it apart. Took vents out the walls. Literally tossed clothes everywhere. I mean, just was it just was terrible, man. It was it was terrible. So then we go on. And at that time I think I'm about I guess it's not that too far move. I'm about nine. I say yeah, I'm about nine years old around this time. So fast forward, fast forward to, I fast forward to my first, my interaction where I dealt with them as adults. Um, Cause a lot of times as kids, I used to just run. So I never really dealt with, dealt with police officers as much with, like as when I'm like really in the midst of teenagers. Anybody that knows me, man, as a kid, man, I used to run. Police ain't catching me. I'm I'm sorry, police officers that's out there that ever wanted to <laughs> catch me and whatever, brother, you wasn't and you still ain't. <laughs> like I used to run, man, like for real. So um anyway, fast forward. <clears throat> I'm about eighteen years old. It was a random just a random just some random ass night. Me and my partners. We uh 
we we go to this gas station. We stop at this gas station because one of my partners had to pee. Well, everybody wanted to grab them something to eat. I had grabbed me something to eat at the Burger King that was right there in the same lot as the gas station. <clears throat> I grabbed me something to eat, pull over to the uh, to the uh, to the gas station. I'm sitting in the driver's seat about to eat. My one homie couldn't make it inside the side of the store to pee. So he's on the side of the gas station trying to pee. Police officers pull up, guns drawn. Hey, tell my partner to put his hands up. You know what I mean? Type shit like that. And me and, me and the rest of them, my other partners, we all looking like, that. what the fuck? That what bro do? And then dude's like, uh, he's peeing on the side of the building. Right. Why you got your gun drawn, though, my nigga? Like, what is it? Obviously, somebody's going to do with their dick out. Like, come on, really, my nigga? <laughs> what the fuck? And he like, that's against the law. You can't have decent exposure and all that. I'm like, all right, I dig it. Cool. He, he broke it. Write him a ticket, my nigga. Like, it don't takes you to fucking take your, have your gun drawn. And it's not like he out here flashing, bitch. My nigga, look, going through all the precautionaries not to be seen. So he's obviously, it's not a decent exposure. But I get it. And this is this literally what I'm telling him. I'm like, yeah, I get it. I get, I get what you're saying. But I, I, like, I don't think you need to have your guns drawn. And even in the fact, we all saying, yo, you don't got to draw your guns. They point the guns at us in the car. This pisses me off. I'm like, yo, what the fuck you got your guns drawn at me for? Dude, dude. And so what they end up doing is, mind you, they let my nigga go. The whole reason they quote unquote came over there to fuck with us, they let him go. They take my ass, though. <laughs> I ain't even get to finish my fucking Burger King. <laughs> so, all right, this is where it goes. This is where it goes, like, left, right, whatever you want to see, however you want to see it. It's lady cop and the man cop. I'm here to want to tell you, I talk shit. But they wrong. They dead ass wrong. And the more and more I talk shit, the more and more I was eating at they fucking pride. Because they was... I'm just going to call it spec. They whooped my ass. I'm shit. I'll call it what it is. Them niggas whooped my ass from that gas station to the fucking police station. They whooped my ass. It wasn't no ifs, ands, or buts about that shit. They beat the dog shit out of me. But this is some shit like just on some real shit. And the one thing I want black people to really understand, man, them police officers, bro, it's something they cannot, they won't ever be able to take from you. Your pride. Don't never let them motherfuckers try to take your pride. They, I mean, well, they gonna try, but don't never give them your pride. You give them your pride when you do all that. Oh, sir, please stop beating them and fuck you. You give them power when you do all that dropping down for them, all that. Nah, don't stop beating them. Nah, fuck that. Because one-on-one, I kept telling buddy, nah, you only getting this off because I'm in these cuffs. Me and you both know. Out these cuffs, I'm beating you deep fuck up. The whole time, this is what I'm telling them. Like, dog, go ahead. You getting your shots off. Hit me. You hitting me? You got it, bro. But you know out these cuffs, I beat you the fuck up. Easy. It's a lady cop. She going on. She talking crazy. I'm like, oh, you got you want to be a man so bad, huh? That's why you a cop. You you ain't got no nowhere else in your fucking life. Are you powerful? Probably married to a white dude. He ain't no cop. This nigga probably fucking does numbers and he still get more credit for doing something better than you. Like, I'm on her head. Like, I'm on all the head. And they whooping my ass. And so, they beat my ass. I get to the police station. Buddy. <laughs> so, to the point, they beat my ass. 
This is what they're doing. They whoop my ass, but they can't beat my ass too much. Because obviously in the second one, I'm not resisting. I'm just in handcuffs talking shit. I'm not, not once have I tried to run. Not once have I even, I haven't even lifted a finger to push them away from me. Just every time I get hit, you a bitch. You a hoe. You know you a hoe. That's why you keep hitting me when I haven't even resisted. <laughs> you hit me and I haven't resisted, my nigga. So we go inside. They, uh, they, you know what I mean, try to book me in. I said, what I'm here for? And then that's when they say, oh, you got a warrant. What's that? I said, oh, yeah, cool. That's cool. I can get out on that warrant. I had the money. We can get out on that warrant. That warrant, that's easy. My mama, you know what I'm saying? Them, them, they try to come get me and shit. These what these whole ass niggas do. This is something they do all the time. We got a documentary on them niggas doing this shit. They lose niggas in the system. Oh, no, they can't do that. Man, the shit that happened to Buddy in New York. Um, where they did the documentary on Briar, Briar, um, I think it's named Khalifa, uh, Khalifa or something like that. That happens to more people more than they want to die. That documentary just shed light on what they do to damn near every young person that goes to fucking county jail. They try to lose the, they try to lose you in the system, bro. Dog, I went to jail 12 o'clock at night. 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock at night, something like that. My mom was there before they transported me to county to get me out of jail. Them bitches wouldn't let my mama get me out of jail. Oh, he already been transferred. I was still downstairs, man. I was still downstairs because I still was there for my mom to get me from that station. They told me, they had told my mom they transported me already. I was still downstairs. Cool. I go I go downtown. That's whatever. I go downtown to the county. I'm I'm sitting there for them still for me to get out. Them niggas still, they tell my mom I wasn't there. They told my mom, they even told my mama they let me out. My mom was like, he ain't out because he ain't called me. He ain't out. Like, come on, he ain't out. Stop it. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, don't, don't. Like, literally, this is what they tell my mama, bro. <laughs> this is what they tell my mama, dog. Like, I got to tell you, racism shit is be real as fuck, man. Like, the police, police, this is, I want, I want people to understand when it comes to deal with the police. The police, they motto is supposed to be protect and serve. Protect and serve. In fact, but what they're doing, it's not protecting and serving. They're going with what their name is. They're policing. Meaning, they're just picking up shit that they assume is trash. They're just picking up trash. That's what, in the military, policing your area is picking up your trash, picking up your shit. Picking up trash. In the military, that's what policing is. So, in civilian world, police? Hmm. Because they seem to never be in their areas. In their areas, oh, they protecting the servant. Jim got a broken taillight. Hey, Jim, fix that taillight, man. You got a broken taillight, man. I don't want you to have, you have to pay a crazy amount of tickets. You feel what I'm saying? But Jamal... Broken tail light. Hey, step out the vehicle. You got broken tail light. Damn, we want the ticket there. All right, I get it fixed. I ain't know. I fuck that. You feel what I'm saying? That's that's the difference. This shit sucks, man. It really sucks in the world. That's the world we live in. It really sucks that it's so blatant like that, and motherfuckers are still sit out here, go out their way to say we lying. Excuse me. 
They'll go out their way to say we lying. They'll go out their way to say we suck. They'll go out their way to say we guilty, bro. Oh, he's guilty of something. I ain't guilty of this shit, though. I ain't guilty of this shit. You know what I mean? Like, straight up, I'm not guilty of this. Man, bro, I might have done a lot of shit in my lifetime. I ain't done nothing for you to be whooping my ass. I ain't done nothing for you to be profiling me. I'm trying to get home just like you, bro. And the whole time, I remember with that shit with the police. I mean, I remember the whole time I kept, I'm yelling to him like, bro, we going home, my nigga. Like, what the fuck you thought we was trying to do? Rob the fucking store, my nigga? Like, what the fuck? And all this initially started because they claimed my partner was, they had their guns drawn because him peeling inside the building was so dangerous. So dangerous. <laughs> right? <laughs> Pissing inside the building was so dangerous. They didn't even arrest my nigga. And I ain't even saying I want my nigga to get arrested. Because, nah, that's not what it is. Because that's all I kept thinking about. Like, bro, my nigga shouldn't have to go to jail. Because I've been to jail plenty of times up to that point. I didn't want my nigga have to go to the facts of his mama having to bail him out on what? A pen on the side of the building? That's just what I was going to I'm Like, folks around me, I'm protected, bro. I just, hey, man, nah, he shouldn't have to go to jail for that shit, bro. Figure that shit out, cuz. That's 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 the world we live in. That is the police of the U.S. of A. It don't matter the city, don't matter the town, don't matter the U.S. of A. All have police just like that. It sucks. This has been a blunt twisting, blunt twisting moment on the Great Energy Podcast, man. I just hope y'all listen to it. Fuck with you, fuck with your boy. Leave a review on whatever on whatever platform you're listening to this. Like, share, um, like, share, like I said, review anything on social media about the Great Energy Podcast. Keep fucking with me. Love y'all.